Hey guys, what is up? It's your girl Grace Tori and I am back with a whole new podcast episode. I am so excited because we are starting a new series today. Today we are going to be talking about how to glow up in 2024. I know we're a month late. I was in the trenches all of January. We're not really going to talk about it because yeah, that, that hurt my ego a little bit, but we're back now and we are about to spend the next couple of weeks just learning how to glow up, implementing some new things to our schedules and routines and all that good stuff so that we can be the best version of ourselves. So I literally went all over the internet and just found all the best pieces of advice from everyone and put it on this huge master list. And if I just went through the whole list right now, it would probably take a while, like way longer than we have time for. So I broke it up into sections. So we will be talking about it as a series. We'll be going through everything, every single episode. So if you're interested in that, don't forget that you can follow or subscribe literally right now. You should probably do it. It's so fun. It's so fresh over here. But Today we're going to be talking about the mentality because I feel like having the mentality of someone who's glowing up, how to glow up your mentality, how to have the best mental state for being a bad bee, uh, all of that, it's really hard. Like it's actually not the easiest thing in the world and you don't really know where to start and there's so many things and uh, it's just a huge thing. So we're going to be talking about that first. I feel like that's the foundation for everything else. If you try and implement everything else but your mindset isn't there, then it's going to be so much harder. So that's why we're starting with the mentality. I have 25 tips that we are going to go through and we are talking about everything from mental health to finding motivation to just all the things that encompass your mentality. So I am so excited. Let's go ahead and jump on into the episode. I'm Grace Story, and you're listening to That Girl, the podcast. Grab a beverage of choice and settle in, because the new episode is starting now. All right. So like I said, I have 25 things. These are in no specific order. It was literally just a brain dump of everything as I thought about things and went and scoured the internet for all of the best tips. So yeah, no specific order. We're probably going to bounce back and forth between like things you can incorporate to different mindsets to kind of adopt all of those things. So yeah, no more, no more chit chatting. The last thing I'm going to say is don't forget to share with a bestie who you think would also benefit from this episode. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is a social media detox. Girl, it's time. It's a fresh year. We are starting off with a reset on the right foot. And the first thing we're going to do is cut ties with anything that no longer serves us, anyone who no longer we have a relationship with. And I have not done this in years. I literally started this the other day and I I did it for like an hour and I was nowhere near where I wanted to be. So I actually need to finish doing this. But when I say social media detox, that could mean a couple things. So let me back up. The first thing that could mean is literally just taking a few days and not being on social media. I'm always going to advocate for that. I usually take like one weekend a month where I just am not on social media and I really do think that it's beneficial. However, in this context, what I mean is just detoxing all of the things that you no longer want to follow, whatever, like you can mute people if you don't feel like you can unfollow them. Anything that isn't going to make you happy or motivate you or bring you, you know, joy and all those warm and fuzzy feelings. So, like I said, muting people, that's a big thing if it's, like, your sister or a best friend that you, like, truly enjoy being around them, but you feel like 
maybe your mindset is not in a great place like mentally you're not in a great place and you just feel like seeing all of their stuff is harmful to your mental health then go ahead and mute them also unfollowing people that no longer maybe you don't talk to them anymore maybe you get jealous every time you look at their social media and you don't see it as like an uplifting thing i want you to remember that your feed is a safe space or it should be your safe space your feed is completely curated by you. Of course, the algorithm brings things onto it, but the algorithm is based off of what you like and what you enjoy and what you are watching. So make sure that you are telling it that all of the things that you love are like things that uplift you. So there's nothing wrong with unfollowing all the things that no longer serve you, muting all the people that you can't unfollow them, but you also don't really wanna see them. There's nothing wrong with that. It's actually very healthy. Make sure it's a safe space that you enjoy. Like I said, being off of social media is always great, but I know you can't avoid it completely, especially if it's your job or you have like a side hustle like me where you're on your, I'm on my podcast Instagram all the time. So I do mute people. I do unfollow a lot of people. I only follow people that I genuinely enjoy their content and feel like it motivates me. And I'm very picky about that. So yeah, we're going to detox our socials together. I still need to do it on my personal Instagram. So we're doing this together. Next is journaling. So journaling is so good. It's a place where you just can get your thoughts out without fear of judgment. Like the only person who's going to judge you is yourself. Your journal is yours. Hopefully no one else is reading it without your consent. So you can literally just say whatever you need to say and you can create a world of your own. If you want to have a chart in there, if you want to have lists in there, if you want to write a poem in there, if you want to just do it dear diary style, you can put whatever you want in your journal. It doesn't have to be this template that everybody else has like oh let me write what I'm grateful for I'm gonna manifest a script or I'm gonna script to manifest is what I mean and that's all I'm gonna use my journal for no you can have a journal for whatever you want I have multiple journals this is my podcasting um notebook slash journal whatever you want to call it I also have a shadow work journal where I simply do shadow work I have a manifesting journal I have a 2024 journal that is literally just goals and vision boards and charts and all the things for 2024. I have a personal journal, which is just my brain dump. Like you can do whatever you want and get creative with it. It's just a, another safe space for you to get all these thoughts out because if you're not talking to someone, if you're not going to therapy, then like all of that's trapped inside of you. And maybe there's things that you aren't comfortable with talking to someone about yet then you can sort it out in a journal. I know I said the gratitude thing is kind of like a cliche, but it is something that you should be doing. You should be writing what you're grateful for. That doesn't have to be the only thing that you write, but you should be at least writing or saying out loud three things you're grateful for every day. It's been proven to imp improve your mood. It's been linked to like improving your immune system and some pretty cool stuff. So don't forget to be grateful and list what you're grateful for. And last thing for journals, like I said, you can do or say whatever you want. So make sure that you do that. You can literally glue pictures from magazines in there. You can paint. You can do anything and make it your own. We are setting boundaries to glow up in 2024. Let go of what's not meant for you. That's a good way to set boundaries. Just be aware of what you aren't meant for. Like you can kind of feel energetically if something's not meant for you or if you're not meant for it or if it's time for it to leave your life and it's served its purpose. Set those boundaries. Set boundaries with people. Set boundaries with work. Set boundaries with yourself. You can set 
boundaries in pretty much any situation and I highly encourage you to. Don't close yourself off to the world. We do need social things. We do need people. We do need people who are going to tell us when we're wrong and check us in a respectful manner. But also don't get walked all over. Don't allow yourself to kind of lose control of your world and spiral because boundaries are going to keep you on track, help you get to a place where you are mentally happier. Honestly, you're just like healthier, happier, and in a good spot. So don't be afraid to set boundaries where they are needed. I know that it's not always easy to know when to set boundaries. So a few things that I do is ask myself how certain things or people or situations make me feel. And then sometimes if I'm still not even like 100% sure, I'll ask the most trusted people in my life. So I'll ask my boyfriend, I'll ask my best friend. My most clear indicator for me is if someone is mistreating me and I'm like not sure like maybe it's all in my head maybe I'm just being sensitive like I I really really love this person and I am I overreacting then I'll ask my best friend or my boyfriend like my mom like some of the most trusted people in my life when is the last time you saw this person be nice to me or when is the last time I talked about this person being nice to me when is the last time that you can remember that you saw them go out of their way to be kind and if the answer is like negative, which it has been before, and I know, like I know these people without a doubt are not gonna lie to me, then I will like set boundaries based on that. So it's okay to ask people for advice and confide in them. Also remember that when you are setting boundaries and cutting out toxic situations, you are making room for better things to come into your life. When you make room energetically and you align with higher vibrations, you're bringing better things into your life. A big, big thing is create routines and follow through with those routines. So I do not recommend going from zero to 100 overnight. If you have like no routines, don't just set a bunch of routines, but I do recommend slowly adding to your routines, either whether it's adding to your night routine and making it more complicated and more, you know, more lengthy over time, or it's adding an entirely new routine. These are the list of routines that I either already have or I'm trying to add in 2024. So we have our hair routine. That's when I wash my hair, when I put a hair mask in, when I put dry shampoo in, all those things. Skincare routine. So twice a day, ladies, we are doing our skincare. A morning routine, which is just waking up, all the things, what I do before work. Night routine, self-explanatory. To me, my night routine probably starts around like 8 p.m., it depends on the night. Sometimes it literally starts when I get home from work, but more often than not, it starts when I'm done with podcasting and any side hustle, and then I just transition to my night routine. A cleaning routine. How often are you cleaning your house, your car, tidying things up? Are you doing like a laundry room situation? Are you washing dishes? What is your cleaning routine looking like? Laundry routine. How often are you doing the laundry, folding, all that? A grocery routine. When are you buying groceries? How many groceries are you buying? cooking routine. When are you cooking? What are you cooking? How many meals are you cooking? Are you meal prepping? Side hustle routine or like any additional things that you're doing, whether you're a YouTuber or maybe you have a hobby that takes up a lot of your time, a routine set there. A workout routine, this one's really important. And lastly, a water routine. How much water are you drinking? If you are drinking a lot of water and you're not carrying around like one of those gallon water bottles, then how often are you getting water? Where are you getting that water from? How are you getting it? All those things. So that's very extreme. I have a routine for everything because I thrive off of routines. 
And like I said, I don't even have all of these yet. They're just things I'm striving for. But those are some examples to get you started. Don't start a routine if you're not going to stick with it because then you're just going to hurt your self-confidence. Having self-discipline is the stepping stones to having confidence in yourself. So if you're going to discipline yourself and set routines, make sure you stick to them. Start small. Rome wasn't built in a day. Don't do anything too extreme unless you know that you're going to stick to it. So this one is really fun. This is one that I definitely practice and it's one of my favorites, but it's romanticize everything and be a little Delulu. A healthy amount of delusion will get you the world. Just believe that you deserve the world and it'll come to you. Obviously be a kind human being. Don't like be gross and whatever, but be Delulu. Romanticize the simple things. I talked about that in my last episode, I think. Maybe it was the one before that, but Romanticize little things, be Delulu, and it will all come when it's meant to. Make your bed first thing in the morning, like as soon as you get out of bed. This sets your mind into a kind of like checking off something on your to-do list and being like, wow, I'm produ productive, yay me, gold star. And then your life just seems a little better and you're set into that tone of like, yes, we're going to be productive today. And something about it just switches up your, your mental state. I don't know what it is but make your bed in the morning. So picture this. Maybe don't picture it, but just hear me out. Intermittent fasting, but for technology. This is something I try and practice, but I want to get stricter about. You only get on your phone for eight hours a day or 12 hours a day. Intermittent fasting, if you don't know what it is, it's where you only eat from X amount of time to X amount of time every day. So maybe you have 12 hours, eight hours where you're only allowed to eat within that time. So I like to do that, but with technology. So maybe it's, you know, I'm only on my phone that amount of time. I am only on my phone, my laptop, TV, any, any part of technology. You can take this as extreme as you want. With all of these tips, you don't have to follow every single one, but obviously the more you do, the quicker your life is going to change and you're going to be more disciplined, more motivated, all that. But anyway... I have been trying to get into this a little bit more and more as the time has gone on and the goal is to be really really good at it by the end of the year but intermittent fasting before technology is kind of like something I thought of and I'm working on I don't know if it's a thing I don't know if I made it a thing if I made it a thing cool I feel pretty important but if not that's fine too we are done talking negatively about ourselves how we view the world how we view finances how we view anything we're not we are not telling ourselves that we're not qualified for jobs we are not telling ourselves that we don't deserve money we are not telling ourselves that we are not beautiful any negative thought you have has got to go it's got to go we can't have it anymore i'll be driving down the road and i'll be like i'm today is such a bad day and then i'll tell myself no we are not doing that anymore and then i replace it with today is such a good day and you are training your brain to only think positively you are looking at the world through a lens that you create. So let's make it a good one. No more negativity. We are kicking that out the door. We are not viewing ourselves as poor. We are not viewing ourselves as anything but the most attractive goddess on the planet. We are not viewing ourselves as unsuccessful. We are not viewing ourselves as lazy. None of those. Replace that immediately with the most beautiful compliment you can think of. Because we're done with negativity. Out the window. No more. We're done with her. Like, literally, start right now. This is a big one. Nothing else is going to change. 
unless you shift this like everything depends on this because if you're implementing all these things but then you're still being negative and constantly telling yourself the opposite then it's not going to work like it's not going to work it's just a matter of one has to be outweigh the other like genuinely and if one thing is constantly happening outside of the other thing happening when you implement it then obviously that's going to outweigh it so no more negativity positivity only read anything i mean not anything but read your favorite book that you're currently reading at least one time a day so i'm very lenient about this sometimes my brain hurts and i just don't want to read and i want to watch tv which is fine but I do make sure that I at least read two pages, three pages, because reading is so good for you. Ever since I got back into reading and got back on my, my book talk grind, my vocabulary has improved, my mood has improved, I've been more motivated, I'm like getting inspired by these great female characters that I'm reading about. So definitely read at least once a day. Like I said, I'm pretty lenient like sometimes I'll read a hundred pages sometimes I'll read three pages I try to read at least one chapter but it, I gauge it based on my mentality and how I'm feeling that day so as long as you're reading at least once a day you're you're good recite affirmations daily I say them in the morning when I am driving to work but you can also write them you can read them off you can say them at night you can say them in the mirror Make sure you're saying positive affirmations about yourself and you're replacing any negativity you say with a positive affirmation instead. Go to therapy. I am currently looking for a therapist who takes my insurance and then I will be going to therapy. So we can all jump on this train together. I know it can be scary, but it's genuinely, genuinely so beneficial. So let's do it together, me and you. And then we can talk about how great it was after the big scary thing is over and we've started going and have a routine going. Monthly vision boards. So you guys know that I do monthly vision boards. I post them on my TikTok and my Instagram. I do a yearly vision board, a monthly vision board, and it has made the biggest difference because I feel like when you do a yearly vision board, it almost seems like distant, like, oh yeah, this will happen this year. And then you're like, oh, we have 12 months. But when you break it down month by month and say, this month I want to achieve this, this month this is my main focus. And I usually do like 30 to 70 pictures per month that has made the biggest difference like I'm not even kidding do monthly vision boards it changes your mindset and you get I literally didn't really accomplish things on my vision board until I started doing monthly ones and now I'd say like 80 to 90 percent of everything on my vision board comes true because of this so highly recommend taking it one step further I was talking to someone the other day and she told me something really, really good that I wanted to share with you guys. So the word goals implies a pass or a fail. And so she learned from someone else that instead of saying pass or fail, or instead of saying a goal, you say a target. So I want to set this target. And then when you say target, that kind of implies that there's like, you can be 70% to target, you can be 100% to target. And then it takes that pressure of like, passing or failing off of you and so one thing I've started doing is calling them targets instead of goals there are hard goals that I'm like girl you better meet this because if you don't you and I are going to have words me literally at myself um but for the most part targets have been super super nice because they've taken that pressure off so what you need to set weekly 
daily, monthly, yearly targets to keep yourself on track. You don't have to be like minuscule, like micromanaging to the point that you're like, I need 15 targets a day and if I don't meet them, nothing is going to work out, blah, blah, blah. But maybe have like three top priorities that you want to reach that day. And then you can set like five big monthly goals that, or weekly goals you want to reach and then do your monthly vision board that's full of all those targets and then your 2024 vision board that has those targets on them as well. So those, I thought that was a neat little nugget and something to definitely include that motivates you but also doesn't put a ton of pressure on you. Learn to love yourself 100% but also learn to love your appearance naturally. So I went through a very, very long period of time where I was like, I'm going to learn to love myself. But the way that I did that was like, I'm going to dye my hair. I'll love myself when I lose this amount of weight. I love myself when I have this much makeup on and I look so beautiful. Like there were so many conditions on it. I didn't love myself unconditionally and I didn't love myself naturally. I loved myself when I put so many different things over the true me and so I really encourage you to love all aspects of yourself love the dark sides love the bright sides love the ins and outs but love your appearance naturally and learn to love yourself naturally before you start adding all of these things and I think that that made a huge difference for me it was like a big switch in my head I began not wearing makeup I started prioritizing skincare Things that like meant, I don't know, like it meant more to me and I prioritized taking care of myself over how much makeup can I wear and how to do the best winged eyeliner. Like it became, what's a great skincare routine? How can I keep my skin moisturized and keep it beautiful and glowy? for as long as possible? How can I take care of myself? How can I take care of my hair? Because not only is the appearance going to look better, but I'm going to, I'm, I'm loving myself and taking care of myself so that I am healthier as long as possible. So yeah, definitely learn to love yourself naturally. Meditate daily. I'm trying to meditate daily. And then once I achieve that, I want to meditate twice a day so when I first wake up in the morning and then I also want to meditate before I go to bed at night meditation is so good for you I'm not gonna sit here and talk about it forever because it is something I've just talked about forever never never but you're you're learning to understand yourself understand who you are what you what makes you tick what you enjoy what you don't enjoy you're also learning how to love yourself you're also learning how to challenge yourself. You're also, I don't know, there's, there's just no end to the benefits of meditation. So definitely, definitely learn it. Start doing it. Start with guided meditations. Do whatever makes you happiest and whatever you feel most comfortable starting out with. I'm happy to talk to you about that more. I just feel like I've kind of talked about it so much on my podcast that people are probably like, ugh, like, Literally, we get it, Grace. So let me know if you want me to talk about it more. I'm happy to talk to you about it on my Instagram. The link is down below. Um, talk about it with you one-on-one -on -one over DMs. If you need recommendations for guided meditations or anything, I'm happy to send them to you. I just don't want to, like, you know, talk about it if you guys have heard it a thousand times.
practice self-discipline. So I, I remember talking to someone about self-discipline one time and basically they said that the way that you grow confidence is by practicing self-discipline, which I just mentioned a little bit earlier, but you have to start small. So self-confidence is just you making promises to yourself and following through with it. That's how you grow your self-confidence. Self-discipline is the act of following through with those promises. So if you promise yourself, I'm going to write 1,200 words a day, that is a big goal. Maybe don't start that big, like you, but you know, that's an example of if you want to improve your writing or become a writer or whatever. That's just one example. You have to have the discipline to actually do that. And then when you complete those tasks, you're building your confidence in yourself. And once you complete it, you have practiced self-discipline. So like I said, that's a pretty big goal. Maybe start with something smaller like, I'm going to research what skincare is best for my skin type. That's a small thing you can do. You have to do it to practice self-discipline and improve your self-confidence. So make sure you're doing it. Start small if you don't have the most self-discipline, which I struggle with self-discipline because I am so lenient on myself. The smallest thing happens and I'm like, oh, I need to eat ice cream, go online shopping and take a nap. So like, I'm working on this with you, but we are gonna be the most self-disciplined girlies in all of 2024 because the people who are self-disciplined are the people who are successful and get what they want. So. I want to be them. I don't want to be the girly who's like still complaining and not where I want to be and it's excuse after excuse after excuse. So we're changing that in 2024. Be a lifelong learner. I think that at some point when you get out of school, there's a shift in your mindset where you almost feel like you know everything or you don't have to, like you've learned everything there is to learn and you don't need to learn anymore. I think that we need to stop that and make sure that we are still learners, that we're still asking questions. We still are learning for the sake of curiosity. We still are watching documentaries on things that interest us. I can watch animal documentaries all day long and on my off days, I still do. If there's something that interests me, I will go down a rabbit hole of researching it and I think that's a beautiful thing. Read books about things that interest you. Pick up new skills. If you've always wanted to learn how to do something, then do it. It's never too late. Take a dance class. Learn to do pottery. You should be a lifelong learner and you should look at every opportunity as a learning opportunity. I know it sounds cheesy, but you should always look at situations. Maybe something didn't go your way. Say, what can I learn from this? Like, learn everywhere you can. Just soak it all up because we are lifelong learners and it's a beautiful thing. Like it's a beautiful thing to have the ability to continue to learn and develop as a human being. Prioritize your mental health every single day. Make sure to take breaks, unwind at night by setting your phone down, stop working, all that, set boundaries. There's lots of ways to prioritize your mental health every single day, but make sure that a day does not go by that you don't ask yourself, Am I serving myself and prioritizing my mental health? Am I taking care of myself? It's very easy to throw it to the wayside and give in to all the to-do list and then making sure everybody has what they need and being happy, but you also need to consider your own happiness and make sure that your mental health is taken care of because it's just as important as your physical health. 
This one is kind of like in terms of your relationship. If you are currently in a relationship, don't stop scheduling dates and dating each other. Don't stop courting each other. Don't stop wanting to know more about each other because that's what's going to keep your relationship rich. I know that that's like not exactly related to your mentality, but I feel like it's related to how you view your relationship and how you view your relationship is very mental. Like all it takes is being like, eh, I'm bored. And then you view your relationship through a totally different light than if you look at your relationship and say, huh, we should do something we've never done before. And then that totally switches the vibe. So make sure that you never stop dating and courting the person that you end up with. If you haven't found that person yet, congratulations. You get to go on fun dates and find the person you love. If you have met that person, congratulations. You get to go on fun dates with the person you love. So never stop dating them. Plan tomorrow today. And I'm talking everything from the outfit or outfits you're going to wear. If you go to the gym, work, all those things. Schedule the meals that you're going to eat. How are you going to work out? What's the plan? Are you meeting anybody? Make sure everything is planned out the day before. And lay everything out slash have it ready to go. If you're going to be using certain dishes, don't forget to make sure they're clean and ready to go. Don't forget to have your clothes laid out. Have everything is ready to go. Eliminate as much guesswork as possible so that it's not a huge decision for you the next day because you have enough decisions to worry about without making it any harder on yourself mentally. So make sure you're planning ahead of time. Get ready every single day. So even if you are having a day at home, change out of your PJs in the morning. It's a mindset shift. It makes you feel more ready to tackle the day. You feel more productive. You're going to get more done. Change out of those PJs even if you're not going anywhere. It's also just like a hygiene thing. I cannot stay in the PJs that I wore the night before all day. I have to change. So I don't know. Like it's not exactly bad if you don't, especially if you don't like sweat in your sleep or anything, but I don't know. Change your PJs. Set boundaries with work as well as school. I know I already talked about boundaries, but I really wanted to bring this up because it's so important. Don't bring things home. Leave it at work. Leave it at school. If you work from home, set a time that you are not going to talk about it after like six o'clock or whatever. Don't let it leave those boundaries and go places where it's not welcome, like your relationship, your friendships, your home. You shouldn't be stressing about it. Let me ask you something. If you are you paid enough to stress about your work 24-7? And if the answer is no, then leave it at work. Okay? If you're making millions of dollars and you want to stress about work 24-7, hey, you're paid to do that. You know? Like it's in... Whatever. No one deserves to be stressed 24-7. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm really... I don't know. Do you understand where I'm going with this though? Like if you're paid like minimum wage and you're sitting at home stressing about work, set boundaries. It's a problem you can solve tomorrow when you're on the clock. You don't need to worry about it at home. Be kind to yourself and others. Kindness is never wasted. Kindness is something everyone should be practicing, especially if you are a part of my podcast community. We are kind, beautiful women. And yeah, just be kind to yourself and others. It's pretty, pretty simple. Minimize gossip. This one is... I don't know, if you're going out with your besties that you haven't seen in six months and you want to talk about a little harmless gossip, like what the girls from back home are doing or whatever, then I get it. But if you're like 
talking about unproductive gossip that's not gonna get anywhere and it's putting you in a bad mood then knock it off like for the most part gossip is like eh that's so like 2023 we're over it but like I understand if you're with the besties and you're talking about some harmless gossip because sometimes we just love it like that's just part of girlhood I get it so if it's harmless I get it if it's unproductive and you're like supposed to be doing other things and there's better ways to spend your time then like no we're done with it leave it in the last year so yeah, those are all of my tips for glowing up in 2024 mentally. I hope you guys enjoyed. Definitely, definitely let me know by either leaving a review or commenting down, down below if you're able to do that, leaving a like, all of those fun things. I upload every single Wednesday and Sunday. If you're watching this on the Wednesday night that it comes out, I hope you have a great night. If you're watching this any other day, I hope you have a great morning, afternoon, or night. I love you guys so, so much. Don't forget to follow, like, all the fun things. I hope you guys enjoyed. We'll be talking about super fun topics to glow up in soon, such as your style, your environment, your finances. There's some really fun topics we're talking about. If there's any specific ones you want to talk about in terms of how to glow up in that area in 2024, definitely let me know because I would love to include it. But with that being said, I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you later. Bye guys.